Hi, I'm Carrie, stroke survivor and BIND member. And I'm Kezia, a brain injury survivor and a member of BIND as well. And today we have our guest named Livia, who is very confident, a rock climber, and an award winner member of BIND as a Wonder Woman. Um, she will be sharing her process um, towards becoming very independent. So, thank you. Welcome, Livia. Hi. Welcome to Bindwaves, the official podcast of the Brain Injury Network of Dallas. I'm Brian White, Bind's Executive Director. On each episode, we'll be providing insight into the brain injury community. We'll be talking to members and professionals regarding their stories and the important role of Bind's Clubhouse. We work as a team to inspire hope, community, and a sense of purpose to survivors, caregivers, and the public. Thank you for tuning in to Bindwaves. Let's get on with the show. Okay, we're so happy to be, have you here, Olivia. So I think like the first thing that a lot of us would want to know is kind of like to tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience and how you've become so independent now. Okay. Um, I had a brain injury in 2017, and I've been on my way to recovery for five years now. And I live, I've been living independently for about a year now. Yeah, that, that's really good. So I know you were with your parents before. Um, yes. So what what were the steps that you had to take to be to be able to move out and live independently? Like, yeah, I mean, I had actually been looking to live by myself for a while. I even asked Kezia if she wanted to be my roommate, and I felt hopeless until uh, I stumbled upon this place, and it helps me be more independent, like I'd have to do my own laundry and make my own meals. So what is that place called, or how did you find them? Well, it's called Becca's House, and they had an open house during COVID, and my mom dropped by and told the lady in charge about me, and she told me, I was like, well, those people sound whack. And then I went over, and I met the other girls, and I actually liked them a lot. That's great. So is it like a group house where you all each have your own room? Yeah, I mean, kind of. It's not, like, run by the state. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there's two other disabled girls, and then, like, a house mom. Okay. Interesting. Okay. And one of the things that I think um, was a lot of people were wondering is like, how exactly, like without having a caregiver, like your parents, um, how do you manage your schedule? Like, and especially like a lot of people that are on medications and like how to take care of yourself in like the best way. How do you deal with that? Yeah. I mean, I've always been pretty independent about taking care of myself 
And I only take one medication. Lucky you. And sometimes I do forget to take it. But it's usually not that big of a problem. Like I can trust myself and brush my teeth and feed myself. So it's not too bad. Yeah, I know you mentioned you're responsible for your own laundry, and I'm sure keeping your room clean and that kind of stuff. What other? Yeah, I try. What mm-hmm. other? Well, I mean, we all. Try I to think keep we our all try clean. the best that we can. <laughs> yeah, my, I mean, I may still live at home, but my mom doesn't clean my room. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> um, but were there like any challenges that were unexpected that came up when you went from? I mean, it's probably not that much different. I'm, you were pretty independent on your own when you lived with your parents. Just wanted out of the parents house but were there any challenges you found moving from one place to another i mean the biggest challenge was emotionally and like living with other people because i've never done that before and then i had a brain injury and like sometimes you just want to explode and I'm like well no I can't do that yeah well that's good that you're aware and you know and can keep that in because I believe me I understand I want to explode sometimes too yeah and I think so too like how did you um like you just said that you had never lived on your own before even before having a um your brain injury how was it like connecting with other people Like your roommates, I know you like them, but how was it at first? Yeah, I mean, no, actually, we got along really well. Well, if I'm being honest, one of my roommates is mentally handicapped, and I've never been around someone like that. And of course, I love her, but sometimes frustrating living with her yeah i think that's something that always happens like even before like before i had the stroke it's difficult finding a roommate that matches like you perfectly exactly right right so i think that's really interesting um one of the questions that a lot of people ask too like part of our subscribers um it's like they were like really wondering about like shopping. Like, um, how do you get your the things that you need uh, without like having a caregiver? How do you know okay. when to get your groceries or any specific shopping? Um, my house mom or like the lady in charge, she does the grocery shopping every Sunday, and then like clothes or personal hygiene. I can buy it online and have it shipped to the house. That's good. Yeah. 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 I think after COVID, that's something that we all would do. Like, yeah, we're not going shopping anywhere. We can online shop. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty. Do you use like a specific app to like that you would recommend that's pretty good to use? Yeah. Okay. Well, (laughs) I'm not promoting. Well, yes, I am. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I use this app called Depop. Can I say Yeah, that? you can okay. say it. Yes. And it's like a thrifting app where people sell their used clothes. And that's like 
my whole wardrobe, to be honest. Oh, that's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I hadn't heard about that one. I had heard about other ones. Like Poshmark. Yeah. Yeah. I had that, too. Mm, okay. Well, that's a good... Uh, yeah, it is. Yes, yeah, especially thing. if you're a thrifter. I didn't yes. know about those. Mm, yeah, I might have to check that out. Now, I have a question going back to when you were talking about the house mom and that she does the grocery shopping every week. So, I guess do y'all put in like your orders of what you want? Are y'all responsible for making all your own meals, or does the house do y'all have like a menu that y'all know y'all are going to eat together and what you're going to eat, or is it more she just buys the groceries and y'all cook what you want to cook? How does that work? I mean. Usually, I'm the one that writes the grocery list, and I ask everyone what they want, because I mainly eat plant-based, and they don't. (laughs) So, like, we often have to make separate meals, but then she'll put them away and label them in the fridge. That's nice. That's helpful. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good. Um, I had, like, a random question, too. Um, for moving from your parents to, like, now living on your own, how do you think your parents are feeling? I think they're... I think in the beginning they wanted to hang out a lot. <laughs> and I was like, you need to get a life. But then now... I think they enjoy the space, and I definitely do. Yeah, Yeah. being empty nesters for real. Yeah. And I think the transformation of, like, living with your parents to now, like, you have roommates and all that, did you end up having some kind of, like, um, some people had questions about, like, feeling lonely or, like, away from, from home or having any issues, like, socially? Um... Yeah, I mean, my parents live 10 minutes away, so I can't really say that I get homesick. Yeah. But I also go to college, so I interact with people there. Oh, cool. I mean, even when I met you, I just had met you in the very beginning of both of our um recovery yeah like we both met each other a while back i think now four years ago yeah five years ago so yeah i definitely i definitely see like even back then you're pretty social so that's pretty awesome that you do that um and then going to college taking really really good classes i think you were taking what class were you taking this year just passed philosophy in Next semester, I'm taking government. Government? Nice. That's pretty cool. That's really cool. Okay, well, we'd like to take a moment just to remind our subscribers to go ahead and click that like button, click the notify on YouTube, and continue watching and listening, and let us know if you have any questions. And back to Olivia. So Hmm. I kind of have a question. I know we had a little bit of an issue this morning, and I know this isn't unique to your situation living independently it's it's an issue i have too you know and i live with my parents but travel like transportation what do you use for transportation are you just a uber person or well, i usually use hard paratransit but 
Sometimes they're not that reliable. <laughs> so I've been working on driving on my own again. Oh, that's great. I, yeah, I am think I'm going to get my license in the next year. Oh, that's pretty cool. You did tell me that earlier. Oh, yeah. So... Um, what are you working on towards driving? Like, do you have to take classes or? Um, no, I mean, I remember everything. It's just practice. Mm-hmm. And the other weekend I drove in my neighborhood and I was so worried about hitting other cars. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it is scary. I know. I remember when I decided to go back to driving, I didn't want I was like I remembered driving you know being taught how to drive by my dad when I was 15 16 and didn't do that very long I found a guy friend to help me learn how to drive stick shift because I was like nope no oh, dad. Never so so I ended up hiring just a one of the student drivers that they you know that kids use and just did like a did two weeks with him to get on the freeway to feel comfortable because I was worried about my left neglect and not being able to turn and yeah. see so I mean, that's always a good you know get, just to have someone else that's that can tell you oh no you're doing a good job you're doing okay you're gonna make it you'll be fine yeah but so, that's great i'm glad you're going that you're working on your driving i know someone else that needs to do that as well uh yeah that's me <laughs> thank you for calling me out <laughs> in public <laughs> yeah i need to get to that like so proud of you for doing that because i like my hand is sweating just here <laughs> it really is so so yeah i think that's awesome like are you see are you driving with your dad or like do you have someone like carried carried in yeah no i'm driving with my dad thankfully he's calm enough I think if I drove with my mom, mm-hmm. she would have a heart attack. Yeah, I tried driving with my mom. I don't know what it is about mommies. Like, they, my mom they went crazy. They freak out so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I get that. But thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, I mean, not sorry. Oh, it's okay, mm-hmm. it's okay. Um, uh, what is something that, like, you really think that, like, through the trans, like, the transition and, like, through journey of recovery... Like, you have been, like, feeling, like, a lot more confident in yourself and independent and not having to, like, prov- depending a lot on your on your parents or your caregivers or anyone around you. Yeah. Um, well, in the beginning, I couldn't even feed myself or shower myself. So my parents had to help me, and that was... I guess humiliating because, you know, you want to be able to do that to yourself and you're a grown woman. Yeah. So when I could finally do everything on my own, I got out of the house as fast as I could. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. I really do. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a question. So how how has Bind kind of helped you? in that journey towards getting independent. I know there's a lot that goes on at Vine that that's our whole goal is we want everyone to feel comfortable enough that they can get back out there on their own in whatever capacity it is. Oh yeah, definitely. I remember when I was in the hospital and some lady came talk to me about Vine 
And I was like, a pint, what is that? <laughs> yeah. And like, after the hospital discharged me, I was like, oh, well, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Then I came to pine, and it was my socialization mm-hmm. and a, a way to get back, you know, into work and community. And I feel like it gave me a lot of life skills. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I definitely feel like in the last years that we've known each other, there's been so much progress. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, I think it's been awesome to see you go through so much. And I honestly feel like connected, like through all the, like everything that both you and I and Carrie, like even you've been here for a long, long time. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So like developing and like having new skills and like, just making bind itself grow, but uh, like all the benefits that we have learned as brain injury survivors and especially as women and having an effect at a very young age, it's been pretty cool. It's been really cool to, to, to see and to experience and, and to see other people doing it. So I think that's awesome. Um, do you think that you have one more thing to make sure that other brain survivors and even other caregivers and people that listen to our podcast know of that is importance for your development and for you to inspire others to do towards independence? Um, I think maybe the most important thing is in physically but emotionally it's important to be patient and even if they yell at you they don't mean it. <laughs> they just have scrambled eggs. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's true. I know it's a big difference, but we are so proud of you, Livia, that you've taken that step to move on out and get on your own with some new friends and going back to school. You've got so much going on. I can't wait to see you with that driver's license and driving up here on your own. That'll be exciting. But we thank you so much for joining us on this podcast, and we want to thank everyone for listening. And if you have any questions or concern, not concerns, um, mm-hmm. any ideas for us, you can always email us at bindwaves at thebind.org. And always do not forget to like, share, and subscribe to Bindwaves. And also, if you can find us on your favorite channel, uh, including YouTube, you can subscribe to us, like us, and continue to comment on our, on our episodes. So stay tuned for the next time. Yep. Thanks again, Livia. And until next time. Until next time. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Bind Waves and continue to support Bind and our nonprofit mission. We support brain injury survivors as they reconnect into the life, the community, and their workplace. And we couldn't do that without great listeners like you. We appreciate each and every one of you. Continue watching. Until next time. Until next time.